So, hey, Natural Thoughts and Talks, Tyler Nota. I'll let you introduce yourself, man. How's things been going? It's been going good. Um, High school graduate. I'm free. Not well until what high school? Uh, Redondo Union High School. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Redondo. Thank you for the past four years and can't wait to be going, moving on to community college at El El Camino. Uh So so it's going to be dope because I'm going to. I register for the South Bay Promise, which guarantees like a like first two years of free tuition. So yeah, see what I'm doing, see what majoring, see what I can do, and then hopefully transfer into a UC or CSU somewhere. So yeah, dude, that's so nice. I went to high school at West High, over there in Torrance, yeah. literally right next to it, less literally, than a mile, less man. Less than a mile, yeah. dude. Our schools were so close that I used to get pissed when we would have to take a bus to play football games that just at you guys. Se- it seems so stupid because mm-hmm. I think this was like before I was even on the team. Mm-hmm. It's like I remember hearing stories that they would just walk over. Yeah. Like they don't even get a bus. It's just the entire team just walks on uh-huh. over with their flag and they're just like Yeah. I'm like and I'm like, wait, why does West get a bus? Because my freshman year when we played you when we my freshman year when we played West, they took a bus over. I was like, Why are they taking a bus over? Yeah. That's just so stupid. Cause it's literally like down the hill like mm-hmm. one like one or two blocks. No, I shit you not, the bus ride was three minutes, including loading and unloading no time. <laughs> like we would literally sit there and like all right, here you go. Like, it's around the corner. I could probably throw a football. If you gave me, like, five throws, ten throws, you could get to Redondo from you my could, field. You could, yeah. least, you could at least go from your baseball field. You could probably throw it to the other baseball uh-huh. field. To ours. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. how close it it's is. Two streets. Yeah, so really two streets. It's wild, but, I mean, you and I, we, we got definitely really similar paths going on. Yeah. And I think that it's awesome that we're about four years apart. So mm-hmm. it's like I'm on the end of my kind of educational journey and yeah. you're just now I'm beginning just yours. now beginning, yeah. So it's super cool. We're gonna kind of talk about those parallels and I think that I got some experiences obviously that I did that um, you're probably gonna find yourself in. If you can find some value through it, you know, or just mm-hmm. at the end of the day, get entertained because it's been a wild ride. Yeah, it's, it's like, been, yeah. I think the thing that puts you so far ahead of everybody else is like you have an expert like your pops you know yeah, what i mean that yeah. dude is a, a, a certified <laughs> put a stamp on it yeah. expert like he's the reason all my classes are taken care of like he's a, <laughs> he's a legit wizard on it dude yeah. you'll sit there and you'll be like what's your major all right pop it in i'll be like uh these are the classes they say to take and he's like no we're not fucking taking those exactly. like, what are you talking yes. about he's like boop 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 whoop de whoop here you go take this all right this is a good schedule it's solid That's exactly what my dad did throughout mm-hmm. all of high school he yeah. was like okay we're making sure you take this class it's like he put me in like some of like I would think was like the worst classes of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry, Mr. Prinky, but like FTS, I didn't really think I needed a, a math like my senior year. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, I already made up all my credits and all that. Like I need to make up. I don't think I need to take a math. And he's like, no, we're giving we're putting you in this math class. Mm-hmm. Functions, tricks, and stats. Oh, yeah. Functions, no, good. first semester, third quarter, trig, fourth quarter stats. Man, dude, I barely made it out of um, algebra two my junior <laughs> year. You don't understand like how... I'm I'm not a big school guy. I never I have. Know. I have like uh, some some self. What is it? What is it called? Some self-diagnosed like attention things. I cannot sit in a classroom, yeah, bro. Yeah, just yeah. Yeah, that's, that's why. What, yeah. Dude, if I didn't have sports, I, I would have dropped out like forever ago. So that that's how honest. If there weren't yeah. sports and pretty girls at the school, <laughs> I wasn't showing up. But luckily, like you got a good head on your shoulders, man, and you definitely like put in the work early to have the disciplines because I had to learn how to go to school, man. Like yeah. when I talk about, I went to three different high schools. Oh, so did. I had to, dude, I was in uh, Texas and then Texas again and then here in LA. Yeah. And it was every single time it got to the point where like I had to restart on a new system and mm-hmm. a new district. So it's like, yeah. 
it's like I, you get to the point where you're like hey none of this fucking matters you know yeah, what i mean it's like, so it's like how do i know i'm gonna really stay here yeah you know, it's like it was just like not really the stability like that to really put the time in to be like oh this is how you become a new student but what it gave me was the ability to read patterns so like oh. i'm one of the best i know it just pattern recognition just yeah. knowing like you know just hustling getting yeah. after like that oh if we do this we do this we do this we do this oh, oh and then we'll make three times the money you yeah, know like yeah. fuck we're going here like y'all go <laughs> here but it's good so that's and i knew that so early that i just wanted to build businesses and just kind of really be yeah. on my own that i knew that i personally wasn't going to need school like yeah. i'm not trying to shut down all the schools but i just but knew like, that me personally there's I was other paths like outside mm-hmm. of school like you don't have to yeah. put all your 100 percent like effort into school dude at least even it out for you to succeed in school but still succeed outside of school yeah there you go and that's the focus where i want to know how you know it's four years but four years is a lot like shit's yeah. changed a lot in the past four years you went through a whole i didn't i wasn't in a pandemic during high school man oh so like God. luckily i was you know still doing my thing here and it was pretty chill and like yeah i was in college so i didn't miss out on any high school shit I got all my four years and like, I know that was rough and I'm proud of you for finishing it. But like, I think the point of what I'm saying is you got to know that like, what am I trying to say? You, you, you have the tools to actually be able to study, man. I didn't even know how to study. I didn't even know how to take notes when I came out. I don't even think my study, like my studies, like me Mm -hmm. studying, I don't even think it's that good. Like sometimes I'm like, sometimes I'll like overthink and I'm just like, am I really doing like. Am I think? Am I really studying? Like, am I getting it down? Yeah. But like, once it comes test day, it's like, okay. Yeah. I kind of do get it down, but I feel like I can still improve. You and know? then I also think that like being four years removed, I think parents are doing a better job. Still not good at where they need to, but like of understanding that college isn't for everybody, mm-hmm. and that college isn't like a generation ago. That shit was it was needed, bro. It was like needed. it was hot. Yeah. But now it's like you're doing all everything you're doing digitally. You know, that's all self-taught. You know, that's yeah. all you just kind of being in hustling, figuring out how to do it. And like by you building up the skills that you need. Yeah. You're, you're getting more value out of that than realistically you're going to in college. Yeah. But luckily, you're going to get that degree that backs you and you're going to combine it with the self-taught skills that you yeah. have. And you're going to end up super successful. Yeah, that's what because that's what I'm like thinking. I'm like because I took like senior year because I only had now after graduating i realized i only had only two, two full years come on school. the mic come on yeah. in here bad, just get in there yeah. yeah just gotta get in there just get a little comfortable yeah but you're yeah. good it'll take about 10 minutes you're good yeah 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 relax and then um it's like t- i only had two full years of high school my full freshman year sophomore year got cut short like throughout like i would say like the second semester yeah and then junior year was all online then senior year so i was like me realizing that I was a senior, just I was like, there's no way. I don't even feel like you a senior. Feel like I felt like I was still like at least a sophomore or a junior. Yeah. So. And you didn't get to walk around like the shit on campus or nothing like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you didn't get like, to build those relationships yeah, of like, like no one. I didn't really get to, yeah, I didn't get to build like a lot of that relationships. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that now looking back at it, I had, I think it was like the last, like my last, like just like regular day of school. Like I, I didn't have any finals. I was just like, you know, very day of classes. I actually like took a walk around the campus because I was like, mm-hmm. I haven't seen this entire camp. Like I haven't really like explored this entire campus yet. And I'm like, yeah. I'd rather just like you know just look walk around, see what's what's what, and then just like you know leave knowing that I at least seen the entire campus because there's like parts of the campus where I didn't really have any classes at, and I'm like I'm not really familiar with it. Yeah, like those upper division, yeah, kind of this junior senior area of campus yeah, and yeah. stuff like that, and you it's kind of fucked up because you missed out on those leadership opportunities man like that junior and senior year dude it's i know and it's it's fucked up and we're not gonna harp on it or anything like that like shit happens and like your experience is your experience but like 
dude, though that junior and senior year were definitely it was everything. Like yeah. it was so like I spent Friday or I saw but that junior that's when like everybody knew you. You you knew mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Where are we hanging out? You got a car, you get your license, yeah. people have cars, you're able to like bounce around and yeah. stuff and like man, you were just locked up. You were, you <laughs> yeah, were in the I was, pen. <laughs> I was just so locked up. I was like, there's no, like, I want to go out. I want to go do this, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But then it's funny because, like, you talk about leadership roles. Like, once I started doing, like, my, my film stuff yeah, and people started seeing me, they started seeing my work, like, on, like, the broad, like, like our school broadcast and stuff, that's to where everybody started to know me. They're like, yeah. oh, who's this kid? Like, oh, my God, he's, like, really good at what he does. It's mm-hmm. like everybody knew me. Like, they would see me at sports games and everyone's trying to get on the camera. Everyone's trying yeah. to get interviewed. I'm just like, yeah, I mean, and it's weird because, like, I never really pictured myself being in, like, that leadership role. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, I realized I fit so well into it. Mm-hmm. It's like you just, like, if I, it's like at that point, it's like it's me promoting saying, like, just be you and yeah. people will like it. You yeah. know, like, just be yourself and people will like that shit. And that's the thing, dude, is you're you're so, like, uh, you're a magnet. Yeah. You're, you're so entertaining. <laughs> you know, we've only had a few interactions with one another, but I knew, like, especially when I got into your content, I was like, oh, this yeah. guy's got it. Like, he's got the potential to build your own brand and really yeah. affect a lot of lives and, like, make people's days better. Yeah. And I was like, man, he's just got to make sure that he doesn't get corrupted by, like, those old school ideas of, like, oh, I'm going to go work for ESPN or do mm-hmm. something like that. Like, that shit's cool, but, like, yeah. you got to build your own stuff yeah and you have the ability to do that and it's like that shit is so natural for us to understand to be like no i created it i edited it i marketed it so therefore you're not taking half my cut you know like like, fuck you get out of here (laughs) so dude you are the brand like that's what you got to understand is you're investing in yourself at that point that's it man and that investment in yourself not even financially but just like putting in the tools Mm -hmm. to really work that bro i'm gonna put you onto this book by malcolm gladwell called the outliers one of like one of the ogs that i was talking to put me on man and it's basically like you've heard he's the guy that coined the term it takes like ten thousand hours to really master your craft Mm -hmm. you've heard that right i think so yeah like tiger woods started at four and by the time he was 14 or whatever he's like the greatest on earth yeah it takes ten thousand hours to master your craft and then what he was really talking about throughout that book that i liked is he was talking about success isn't just something that like happens it's not an act it is a process yeah and then obviously you hear that you're like oh yeah i get that everybody knows that but he was really breaking it down to like dozens of examples of like yeah. oh you think this motherfucker just became <laughs> successful yeah oh man nah, he's been he's at it he's since 2008 it since like, yeah. it's 2022 he's yeah. been grinding every day yeah. so that's the thing of like putting what i've been taking is dude putting out content this podcast is still so young but i'm making sure yeah you're making putting sure you're putting shit out, out consistently we're, yeah we're trying to get stuff out the more people like people are hitting me up hey can i come on can we do this like yeah. i see cool people that i'm interested in dude like i'm really interested in this pivot in your life right now because i understand that like i remember where i was yeah. and i was so happy to be let free man like when oh you're getting God. out of high school so here's the thing is like Dude, people get nervous. People, especially those people that maybe didn't get into their like dream school or they're doing this. They don't, maybe they don't like know where they're at. Like, you know, oh, Elko, you're going to Elko. I went to Cerritos. So they'd be like, Cerritos. And I'm like, no, man, you don't understand like yeah. the game. You're talking about, I'm getting these two years free and then yeah. I'm going to transfer out. Yeah. Probably get that paid for too. And yeah. it's like, it's the best case scenario. You're able to like take that year or two at home that you need and just like develop. It's so nice. So, what are you thinking about, man? Like, what are your what are your rough like rough draft plans right now? Rough draft plans is just always just to been going to a community college and then transferring because mm-hmm. that's something like the ideal thing for me to do. Because mm-hmm. like even though I, uh, my dad's been working at Cal State Long Beach for years now, decades was, now, decades yeah. now. Yeah, it's like 
Hold on, Apple. a quick story. Your dad was a young counselor when my mom was in our shoes right now. Oh you know that? God. That's how no long way. he's been at Cal State Long <laughs> no Beach. He was like he's in his second or third year. We got to ask him later, yeah. but like he, yeah. Harrelson's been around since my mom was here at Cal State oh Long Beach. God. And then she had a whole ass kid because I was young at the time. <laughs> yeah. And then that kid grew up into a man and yeah. now a young man and now he's here. So yeah. that's, that's, dude, that's why my I love dad, it. Yeah, he's been doing it for mm. so long. Mm. And it's just like, as as his child, like as his son, he's he's been taking me here like ever since I was born. Like mm-hmm. like back when like we used to have like the the old like when he used to work in his old building, he would take me there like every time. Like he'd like me like I used to like be like huge into like Thomas the Trains when I was like a kid. Mm-hmm. He would just like lay out Thomas the Trains on the floor and just let me play. Like he was just like I'd be uh-huh. quiet. Like no one would know I was there yeah. until someone came in. And they're like, oh Tyler's here. It's like yeah. It's like he's been here like the entire day. Uh-huh. It's like. Like, once I got older, he started, like, adjusting. Like, there's gotten to the point where he's, like, he got the projector. Mm-hmm. And I brought my Xbox 360 to his office. Yeah. And he just turned on the projector, and I'd just be in there, like, just gaming, like, mm-hmm. playing Minecraft, playing Call of Duty, whatever. But, like, he's been here for so long to the point where, like, I kind of know, like, this whole campus. Yeah. And it's kind of, like, been my, like, kind of, like, dream just to, like, you know, still go here mm-hmm. while he's still here. Mm-hmm. But, like, like, speaking back on the plans, like, my, my, my plan has been always to, like, go to Elko, go to a community college and then transferring here. But like after the recent news saying that Native Americans, uh, if you're registered uh, Native American of a tribe, you get uh, free tuition, uh, basically free college at any UC schools. Yeah. And you can understand I was fucking pissed. I, I, I already, pissed. already <laughs> in my last school, already about, I'm a senior in my last semester. That shit's already paid for. Fuck, really? God I could have went to UCLA for free. <laughs> yeah, that's, so that's what you're saying. It's like, I just yeah. did all this. And oh, yeah. So yeah, like, it's good for the younger people, though. But yeah. go ahead. Yeah. It's like, because like that kind of, I wouldn't say it screwed up my plan, but it kind of like screwed up my vision a little bit. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, again, my, my entire life, I've been always preparing for just community college transferring to Cal State Long Beach mm-hmm. or maybe like whatever other schools go uh, come up uh, come up on the on the road but it's like after seeing that I'm like wow I could really go I could just go to UCLA right now yeah. for, for free. free yeah go to UC Davis go to whatever any UC school yeah. and just keep doing what I'm doing but it's like I don't it was so hard making that decision of like going to a community college mm-hmm. especially with that kind of opportunity because I had to think two things. One is, like, how long is that chance really going to last for? Yeah. Because, like, how much funding are they really going to get? Is it only going to be for this year? Yeah. But I was, like, I still don't really feel like I'm going to be panning out as well in at least the college and, like, just going straight to a university. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the best route for me. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, like, saying it to everybody. It's, like, go the best route for you yeah. and see what you're comfortable with. Yeah. For me, it was, like, going to community college, I'm comfortable with that. I can drive to drive to school, take the bus there, bike, whatever. If I go to UCLA, I have to, I have to like, you know, it's, like, I have to find my own way over there. Yeah. It's, like, either I got to get in a dorm. Like, it's basically, like, I'm already pushing myself on my own at that point. If I go to community college, I can still get a little leverage and, you know, like, kind of take my time, see where I'm going in life, and then just, you know, transfer out and then then you're ready and going already on your feet and here's the thing too is people got to understand that like the california uh community college system it's solid it's, it's really, not it's like really good it's not like when you're in i don't know georgia or something and they're like oh you're going there's a stigma behind like oh you're going to community college like really yeah. it's for pregnant moms and like <laughs> kids that you know yeah, just do drugs like, and stuff yeah. like that it's you actually get a lot more hands on like my experience at cerritos dude honestly I, those are probably the happiest years of my education just because of like I was able to build relationships with certain people I was playing ball at the time running track stuff like that yeah. so it's like 
I wasn't just a like a factory number. Like here at Cal State Long Beach, obviously we have like the resources around us where, where there's a lot of help, but you're still kind of just like a farm animal. Yeah. Just like, all right, you're taking right, this class, taking, you know, yeah. do the lecture, get the fuck out, you know, yeah. take your, your chances. But I like I really want to destigmatize community colleges like that cuz especially here in California like they really do help and I wasn't somebody who was probably at the level that I could succeed here at Long Beach mm-hmm. without that knowledge coming from Cerritos so yeah. That for you to make that decision like and know that it was a no-brainer dude it's like powerful yeah. and also that speaks to like not listening to society's fucking box that they're trying to put yeah. you in of like oh, you have to go straight to UCLA on yeah. honors, this and that. And it's like, that's just not the majority of people. Yeah. And everybody's path is different, dude. And I want you to speak on like, or I mean, I'll kind of just tell you, dude, I wasn't able to predict anything. Like for me, yeah. th- and that's been my biggest re- kind of revelation mm-hmm. developing as a young man is like, if you would have told me coming out of high school, dude, that I would have, you know, I'd fall in love with my girlfriend who is from Sweden. You even know where Sweden is on the fucking That's, map? I barely even, I barely exactly. even know geography. It's <laughs> really fucking far. I want you to know that right now. It's really fucking yeah. far. Like, whatever you think is far, double it's it. Double it, It's yeah. far. And guess what? It's really high up there on the map. It's a gorgeous place. But here's the thing. is, Dude, if you would have been like, hey, you're going to fall in love with Hannah, and you guys are going to get an apartment here in Long Beach, you're actually going to get to that school. Um, you're going to have a good job. You're going to have a fucking crazy wild animal that you're gonna own and he's just gonna be tearing shit up but you're gonna love him you're gonna be by the beach dude and shit's gonna work out i would have been like that's not how i'm gonna see it so it's like as i'm kind of speaking to people who are further down the path and like older and wiser and been in the game long like talking to your dad Mm -hmm. he's gonna be the first one to be like dude you're not gonna be able to predict it like you you have certain ideas and of course it's vital to set goals and shit like that but you can uh, you need to be flexible with your goals too of like yeah, you want to succeed them and you want it to go, but shit, that path isn't going to be from point A to point B. You're going to have to stop at this bus stop. stop. Yeah. Guess what? The bus is going to crash. You're yeah. going to be like, fuck, <laughs> nobody's going to change this tire. All right, I guess I'm going to change got, the got, tire. Yeah. yeah, so <laughs> that's the thing is like, dude, you you seriously listen. Be a sponge. Like, fucking listen to your pops. He's an expert. Listen, find other people that are doing what you want to do and like collab with them, learn from them, ask questions. Yeah. And like, that's your coolest thing is like, you're not – you're so confident like me like i'm i'm cool raising my hand in the back like hey yo yeah uh fuck does that mean what do you <laughs> what i'm confused can you do that again but like in a way that i can understand it you yeah. know can you can you break it down for me further where most people dude would just be like oh i'm gonna google it later and i'm like no i have no, this guy teaching see, here i, I gotta get it yeah. from him first it's like i'm better off learning that way uh-huh that's it really flashes back me because like sometimes my teacher would just put like me and like probably at the back of the middle of the class mm-hmm. and i would literally it's gone so you know you know how you get comfortable with like some of those teachers to the point where you don't even raise your hand you're just mm-hmm. like wait do that again yeah it's just like i've done that so many times where i'm just yeah. like all right wait miss hunter explain it wait what like yeah. wait hold on explain that again yeah and everyone's just like well, like bro you gotta raise i'm like wait i mean <laughs> yeah i'm just asking a question i mean i'm just trying mm-hmm. to like you know get get to know the, the topic a little bit yeah. better and the thing is is like your natural ability to network and um kind of just be so resourceful and that's stuff that like i dude i had an issue in the class of just because i'm gonna cheat on every test man i'm not gonna <laughs> lie and it's not even cheating in my eyes it's being fucking resourceful if you and i are taking the same thing and question number four says xyz and i go hey man what'd you get for this all right well what's going on this is what i got all right i, I got that too all right okay. that's 
resourceful, yeah. right? Out in the world, <laughs> if I got this thing going on, I go, yo, Tyler, my computer's broke, bro. Can you hook me up? You're not going to be like, this is the test. Like, you can't, <laughs> no, I can't tell you how to do this. Dude, you're going to be like, all right, restart all right. the computer. Restart the computer, yeah. do this and that. Yeah. Like, yeah. And like, dude, that's just how the world works. So, like, my whole, it, I've just always pushed back on that. And I've been a big advocate for other options. And I'm yeah. really happy that, like, the internet, social media, like, podcasting, all that has really allowed information out there and just allow people to have access to that to be like dude because i think had i gone back four years ago i would have had a little bit more like clarity i wish i had more people around me that could have been like hey man i know that you're not really going to fit in here but if you get to Mm -hmm. the other side that's where you can start working on being a free little bird you know that's where you can do your thing so it's like the biggest step is getting out of high school where like people aren't fucking telling you to pull your pants up or you know what i mean like don't wear that turn your music down then you get to college where like people don't really give a fuck but you still gotta get your degree yeah and then now finally i'm working on like getting certain jobs out of here figuring out what my options are going to be post collegiately Mm -hmm. where the same people that were so successful in high school and college and their whole life goal was just to get to ucla and it's like okay what are you gonna do after you oh i don't know I just know UCLA is where, well, no, dick fucking, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) what do you want, what do you enjoy doing? Oh, I don't, I don't know what I enjoy doing. So it's like, they don't think. So you got to think like, I love that you figured out what your passion was in like tech, gaming and all that, Mm -hmm. like building stuff, filming, audio, dude, that's, you don't understand the fucking, or you do understand, but people don't understand, dude, like the fucking wave that's happening right now is like, we're the creators of that, you yeah. know, like we're the creators of that entertainment of like yeah. em- inter- empowering, entertaining people, just like letting people check out. Maybe you learn a new thing mm-hmm. like on the podcast. There's going to be some point where I'm like, what is this fact or whatever? We're going to Google it. Dude, that's value right yeah. there. Like, you now know the last episode I was with Hannah. I'm talking about when I'm balling, dude, I'm going to buy a fucking mammoth skeleton. Do you know what mammoth skeletons <laughs> yes. are going for right now? There's the, Six hundred and like forty five thousand dollars, Tyler. But I'm oh okay dropping a mill, all right, <laughs> on a fucking thing. If when you come into my house you go, God damn, this motherfucker is doing it. This is this nice. Is, is that a mammoth? And I'm just like, Oh yeah, this is Wally right now, the mammoth or whatever. Like, dude, that would be so hard. But that's like my sneaky baller move that I would do when yeah. I'm like just rolling in it. So what do you think though, like after you graduate college, which you got about four years. You'll get that done. What do you think you like see yourself doing? It's a hard question because like that's always a question that you always think you can answer, mm-hmm. but you're just it's so hard to answer. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like I've just been growing up doing my own thing at that point. It's like mm-hmm. I've been doing film, I've been doing YouTube videos, TikTok, Instagram, streaming, doing you know short films doing all that all that stuff i'm like expanding like my knowledge of what i can do mm-hmm. and it's just been like i can't really focus on like one thing yeah i can just do i just do what i do and i'm hey, just good at it hey my bad dude i just hit you with like the question that i hate when people ask like what what are the things that you want to do because yeah. that's my biggest things when people are like yo what, what what's you? your major it's like wait you want me one thing no 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 i get it because and, and i apologize for that oh, question yeah, yeah, dude yeah, yeah. It's because I fucking hate that question. I didn't yeah. even realize I did it to you. But you got to <laughs> understand that, like, we're it, we're kind of like a new person, dude. Because yeah. it's kind of weird because you got if you go to a generation back, you got our parents who are from similar backgrounds. And they're like, yeah, they, they have the talent, but they don't really have the opportunity to, like, yeah. really get to that scalable, like, global level. 
And then you have like a generation ago, you have kids with the opportunity to go to UCLA, USC, but they don't, those motherfuckers aren't thinking. They're not, yeah. they're not going to really take the bull by the horns and yeah. fucking wrestle that down and really build something. <laughs> yeah. You and I have the opportunities and we still have that grit and that hustle to go out there and get it because it yeah. was instilled in us. So yeah, it's exactly. like, what are the five things that you like to do most? What are the 10 things that you see yourself doing? Yeah. I see yourself as a very successful, like digital entrepreneur. Yeah. As in like actually creating like media studios mm -hmm. and providing spaces for people to like come create content, get like mentored on proper content and mm -hmm. like getting your vision tweaked and built to what's in your head and then putting that out for the world. Yeah. What do you think? That honestly, that honestly sounds amazing. Cause like now, cause I've always, I've always even thought about that too. Like what if I opened up like my own studio, mm -hmm. I could do my own content from there, but also I can lend that out to like maybe the public that way they can yeah. get some knowledge from me. Maybe like, you know, let the younger generation learn from me, dude. Cause I've been doing so much. It's like, again, I've been doing all that, all the activities I've been doing. It's like, I can't really focus on just one thing. Mm -hmm. Cause like, well, like during my senior year, I did the, like I said, I did the um, school broadcast uh, class, the advanced digital production class. Yeah, get into that, man. And you were, like, dude, hold on now. You were like the fucking Stephen A. Smith of <laughs> Redondo <laughs> Union, my guy. Like I saw you out there at the, the baseball games, the women's yeah. soccer. Dude, you were you were in the shadows. You were at like the badminton tournament or whatever. And you'd be out there like, yo, we're live, guys. What do we got going on? All right, it's six to oh, oh. Like you were really in there. Like you were the hype man. You were getting it in there, making sure you were documenting mm -hmm. and that's so important is yeah. to like document your journey like yeah. that yeah and i gotta give credit to my teacher mr shihei because he yeah. he actually mr shihei he went here yeah and he got he took uh he took tv and like all that digital production stuff here and i learned from him i learned a lot from him like i learned like so much from him and it got to the point where like i was just taking it like at the beginning of the year i took two of his classes i took media arts advanced and intro to broadcast come into the mic more yeah sorry uh -huh. but like i took i took um, media arts advanced and intro to broadcast okay so it's like at I'm the not same really time or like back to back same time okay so for the entire year i had those two classes oh that's so nice. I, I basically had a, i saw him every single day nice. but it's like when you hear intro to broadcast it's like oh he's at the beginner level mm -hmm. but like for me it's like i have a story to where you can kind of understand why i started there is because i during my freshman year i was just so focused on other activities so i was focused a lot on football uh -huh. i was so focused on it trying to you know be the best athlete i can be to the point where it's like i didn't really like i said like you said like i didn't really focus on school mm -hmm. like i was like you know like i don't really get like what does this matter you know yeah and then i ended up um getting kicked off the team i got I finished my freshman year with a 1.8 GPA. Oh, really? Your grades so, yeah. were low. How, dude? How did you get like that? What are you? It was what like, were you doing, bro? I was just so drilled in on football. Okay. Like, my again, but because like back then I wasn't so focused on video stuff. Mm -hmm. I was focused on football, gaming, and it was just like just like you know just being me. But like, yeah. I didn't really know. I didn't really like learn like the significance of school at that point bro i was, I was fucking, so young i was fucking around but i would at least keep a b average my guy you know what i mean like <laughs> Me, I, I was i was not even like that's crazy like i like studying I, back then I, my like back my freshman year if i said studying it would have been like what's that like yeah but like after that i, I like getting kicked off the team it kind of kicked my butt into gear mm -hmm. sophomore year i got up to at least a two i got up to at least a 2.5 dude go back to don't just skip over that what was getting kicked off the team like that i quit all my teams mm -hmm. you don't understand like it was like i i fell in love with track mm -hmm. so here's the thing is i like we're gonna get back to you getting yeah, kicked yeah, yeah. off the team i played football dude 
um, amazing leadership qualities. I would, I loved being on the team. I loved that whole aspect of it. But my th- biggest thing, my issue with football, basketball, uh, with wrestling, all that is just like I was always willing to go a little bit harder than everybody else was willing to go. Mm-hmm. So it would upset me uh, playing quarterback over at West, let's say, and mm-hmm. I had the whole fucking playbook. I even had the whole defense memorized. I go out yeah. there and play everything, dude. Yeah. And then you got motherfuckers out there at the X talking about what's my route? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> dude, just remember, you only have, we're only running eight plays. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, fuck, go run a, a slant route right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, go block, go do yeah. this. And just, dudes are just lost. So I finally found. Uh, the decathlon over at Cerritos started mm-hmm. training for that in high school, man. Yeah. And that's the ultimate everything. Jumps, yeah. throws. My it's, dad was talking about that, Yeah, too. man. It's the ultimate everything. So, bro, when we finally, um, you know, I got in contact with my former coach who were still awesome. That's my guy. His mm-hmm. name's Chris Richardson. I'll probably have him on in the future. So, yeah. like, as you see him, he'll come up. But, yeah, Coach Rich, dude, it was, like, amazing because I was on the track team. But I wasn't connected to anybody else. It was independent, dude. It was yeah. like like I was like a Navy SEAL out yeah. there. Like it was like, like you're not really focused on a team. It's not yeah. a team sport. Yeah. You're just focusing on the better development of yourself. Yep, exactly. So I was just racing the clock the yeah. whole time. And then if I saw someone like let's say you were, you know, a sprinter yeah. or whatever, and I saw you cut out on some sprints, I'm like, Well, fucking Tyler doesn't right. want this scholarship. I don't know <laughs> what to tell you. Like, I guess that motherfucker wants to lose. But we could still be cool. Yeah. Had we been in football and I see you miss some reps, I'm pissed. I'm like, yeah. bro, what the fuck are you doing? Because like, I know you, we're linked, you know. Know, mm-hmm. now like you're all I'll make the tackle but you're gonna miss the tackle so he's gonna yeah. score so now it's like but what was that like getting kicked off the team I was just so like devastated because mm-hmm. like I had a feeling like because like freshman year I still kind of did try but I didn't try as hard as I do now mm-hmm. but when I heard like it was they didn't really kick me off until the beginning of my sophomore year okay so I basically spent that entire like money on summer camp mm-hmm. spending time with the you know all my teammates getting like a bondage and it's like it got to that point to where like I want to be in I kind of that's where I kind of like embrace like wanting to be in that kind of like leadership role mm-hmm. and kind of like showing you like hey we can do this and like you know whether against all odds we can still do this but it kind of got cut short because after after like like I think it's like right before we have like a brotherhood sleepover. Mm-hmm. So it's like brotherhood is like where you um, consistently show up to practice every single day. You take part in extracurricular, like uh, outside the football stuff. Like, you know, you do go like um, charity stuff. Like you go with the team to go do like midnight mission where we like feed the homeless and all that. Okay. So it's part in all that. So we died, did that and I made brotherhood club. And then we had like a brotherhood sleepover who was only for brotherhood members. Mm-hmm. And, I was like ready to go do all that and then all of a sudden coach pulls me and like a couple of the kids aside he's like you guys are going to be cut from the team because you guys did not make the academic uh requirement which is a 2.0 did they give like, you a notice or they did not give me a notice oh, man. they just told me right there at the end of practicing you will have to turn in your gear turn in your stuff um good luck and hopefully we'll be seeing you back again when your grades are higher yeah me it really tore me apart i literally went into the locker room i slammed my helmet and i was just pissed Uh like my teammates were like yo what's going on what's going on it's like i was kind of just pissed off at myself but at the same time i was like kind of pissed off at the coach too Mm -hmm. because looking back at it it's like why wouldn't you just tell me this like ahead of time that way i wouldn't i wouldn't like if you told me ahead of time i would not have showed up to practice i would just turn to my stuff like you know, just like regularly and just like, you know, not give like a crap about it. I remember coaches doing like grade checks too. Yeah. And they would happen. And I guess maybe they should happen more often than like, maybe there should be like a weekly or a bi-weekly. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. the, that way you're in the know. 
you know, they got a lot going on, but they should definitely like work that in and make yeah. sure that that happens. But ah, man, they just kicked you off like out of the blue like that, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah, it was just it, it tore me apart. But then I came back the next day with my dad because he wanted to talk to the coach about some stuff mm-hmm. because he still owed my, he still owed us. They still owed us some stuff. Yeah. Because we did like because we did a bunch of fundraising, all that stuff. Yeah. But when we fundraise, they would give us like, you know, give us incentives. Like you mm-hmm. get like a free t-shirt or you get like a custom backpack, whatever. Mm-hmm. I never got any of that. Yeah. I didn't get like any of that. So my dad came over with me. He was like, we're gonna go talk to the coach about this. Mm-hmm. And he kind of shut the coach down. He was yeah. just like, yo, we just, we need this. Like, like, I don't know what you're doing, but we need this. Mm-hmm. And then you'll, you know, just give us this and we'll, we'll be cool with it. Yeah. And he, the coach kind of, he's like, okay, we'll give you that. And looking back at it i was still i was just torn apart because i you took me away from my brothers mm-hmm. it's like because i was trying my best to bond with them and we were all bonding and it's just you just took me away from that yeah it was just so sad that was my biggest thing too with football and don't get me wrong bro i love football yeah like i i'm i'm an above average fan i fucking love watching the nfl like i love football it's just but i i can't fuck with that whole there's two things bro that was happening is it's not merit-based so, dude, with track, you don't understand. If you, you when you get under that ten four and the hundred, you know, you're you're that guy. Like you're <laughs> like, oh yeah, no, we're gonna have you out there. Like venture, go out there and do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, but with football, it's kind of like, oh, I, he doesn't. Tyler doesn't feel like he's really that guy to get out there and do it. And it's like you don't feel. What are you talking? Yeah. You know. So you need to like. There's no real attainable thing. Like mm-hmm. like, oh no. A venture catches more balls than Tyler, so therefore we're going to put venture out there. Or Tyler makes more tackles than venture, so clearly we're going to put Tyler. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just not – I hated it. I couldn't play that game because there was no, like, thing that I could touch and grab Mm -hmm. of, like, oh, this is what it's going to take to get me out there. And then the second thing, dude, is just, like, I used to think that all coaches had to be hard asses like that until I fell in love with, like, my coach at Cerritos, Mm -hmm. uh, Coach Rich again, of, like, dude, he yelled at me. I, I ran for that guy for, like, three years he, he yelled at me twice and it was because like i really fucked up like it was like <laughs> like someone almost got injured you know yeah. what i mean for something like maybe i threw a jab and it almost hit a person yeah. and he's like hey you can't fucking do it. like common sense thing <laughs> yeah. where the thing is is dude you'd see the football guys out there and they're just screaming and they're so and the thing is dude is it creates an environment where what i've been kind of reflecting on dude is you can like i could hold a gun to your head and be like hey, Tyler, I need you to go to my car right now. And you'll go to my car, right? Mm-hmm. You're not going to want to do it, but, but you're, you're gonna it's 99% yeah, chance it's like you're going to be like, I don't want to get shot right yeah, now, so I'm like, going to go to his car. Yeah. If we build a relationship and it, it's seriously love and respect mm-hmm. and you like know that, like, hey, I'm going to go off the edge of the earth for you, you're going to go off the edge of the earth for me, dude, That's it's the number one thing. Like, mm-hmm. love unites all, and that's my biggest thing has been, like, dude, you can't be a hard-ass 24-7. You yeah. actually have to be a human. And my mm-hmm. whole thing of, like, these fat fucking football coaches that want to sit here and be like, oh, Venture isn't running his sprints hard enough. And I'm like, you can't even do a sit-up. What are you talking <laughs> about? You know what I mean? Like, you're yeah. not running. Dude, you're about to have a fucking heart attack on this field. Yeah. You understand? Like, you're medically obese right now, <laughs> but you're going to sit here and tell me that I'm not hitting this gap hard enough. Shut up, all right? Yeah. Like, you, you need to stop hitting the drive-through that hard. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I get so, exactly what you're saying. Dude, yeah. it's just like, uh, you, you need to show me, like, once you show me that you're a human being, and that's what I try to communicate to people it's mm-hmm. like i'm not perfect man i make yeah. mistakes and i own up to those mistakes and if you got an issue with something that i said or did come talk to me you know what i mean like we'll talk that out and like we'll 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 try to communicate on a level that both of us feel like we got something out of it but when you just 
lead from the back and just like try to whip everybody into shape dude that was my biggest issue is like you gotta want to go out there and do it because out in the real world let's say you take these lessons from football Mm -hmm. you're gonna have like uh, that hard-ass mentality that's what i had man coming out is i was just fucking angry and i was just so aggressive and you know you're a young man you're just like i'm gonna fight every battle and i'm gonna (laughs) do this and do that and like you gotta understand to cool it you can't fight every battle and you gotta understand that like Sometimes I'm not here to lecture you. You know what no, I mean? Yeah, I'm not yeah. here to tell you. I'm just, I'm literally just speaking. I'm, it's speaking. cool because I can kind of do a flashback from four years ago and in four years, bro, you're going to grow so much. You're going to grow yeah. so much if you choose to grow so much. And that's the thing is no one's going to tell you to grow. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like pe- that's, yeah, dudes that's- go to college and that's what we were just talking about. They get out of UCLA. They didn't do any growing. They didn't do any planning. And then once they graduate from UCLA right here, they just flatline. They never grow. They never pick up the books, listen to the podcast, find mentors that are actually going to put them in a position to find their definition of happiness. So it's like, dude, when you identify as a football player and then football is taken away from you, it just you see it everywhere. Yeah. People get hooked on drugs at the highest level and yeah. at the lowest. level. It doesn't matter if it was freshman football or mm-hmm. the L.A. Rams. Yeah. At some point, it's going to come to an end. And you got to understand you got to value yourself as more. That's what like more people of color, too. And just people mm. in general. That was my biggest thing is like, oh, when track was taken away. Right. It was like, oh, shit, I was just a track guy. Now what am I? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I go like, oh, whatever I fucking want to be. And that was yeah. the flip of like. Boom. So you got that that football thing and, you know, you still love football just like I yeah. do. But you're like, oh, no, whatever I can be. Uh, video games. You yeah, know what I mean? Video games, like all that stuff. Tech, yeah. all everything. And that's so dope that, like, you were able to figure that out and that you didn't have, like, parents or influences who were trying to, like, uh, hinder that. Yeah. You know, understand that, like, if this is your passion and this is what makes you happy, dude, as long as you have that drive and that passion, fuck, man. You're going to succeed. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't have to be um, a a professional chef. You know what I mean? Like, no. What what does that do? But if you like cooking, yeah, go be a pro chef. So it's like, dude, go after what you got to do. And I really like that. um, Tell me more about, like, the streaming game and stuff like that, dude. I don't know anything about that. I just know, dude, it's like a real thing. It's a real thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember seeing, like, again, growing up, I, like, I idolized, like, a lot of, like, content creators mm-hmm. most of all i idolized face clan like okay. i idolized them they're a huge gaming group i've seen them grow from like their new york like f- like their new york house mm-hmm. all the way up to like what they are today they're like a Dude, so dog. take me take me through like your your favorite content creators like who do you so they, they what are they phase clan it's phase clan is a whole group so it's okay. like a whole group of gamers that of how many it's, it's a lot. It's like a team, so yeah, it's, it's a like whole a squad. It's right? a whole squad. Like okay. they, they've developed from like it went from like just like like a couple guys developed into like a huge group, mm-hmm. and then they went from that to like a, then they went to that to purchasing their own esports team. Okay. And then they started like expanding that esports team, not just like Call of Duty. Went to like Overwatch, mm-hmm. CS:GO, like like Rocket League, doing all yeah. that stuff. And hop on the mic. Yeah, that's not mine. Mm-hmm. But um, seeing them grow, it kind it influenced me kind of like trying to do the same thing with my with my friends it's like mm-hmm. like yo we could do this we just got to put that work into it you just yeah. gotta like keep doing what you're like keep doing what we're doing and like for like a little like a little shining bit like in our middle school days we kind of did but it's like we didn't really focus on it that much mm-hmm. we were just like at that point they thought it was a joke but for me it was like nah this is this is fun like this is mm-hmm. like 
when you're doing work, don't make it feel like work. Make it feel like it's fun, like you're yeah. having fun doing it. Yeah. Like if you're having fun, then that means it won't feel like work. Mm-hmm. So me, I was having fun with it. It didn't feel like work. It was just me being myself, me doing whatever. And going from that, it's like Face Clan was like a huge influence on me. I want to say like, I, that's like Face Clan's the only one I really grew up with, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, Markiplier was definitely another one. Seeing how funny he is, how natural he is on camera. It was, he was just, he's so funny back mm-hmm. then. And that also influenced me to like start recording stuff. And then I really like those two re- really main two really impacted my life a lot. Yeah. And I went from just like doing recordings, like just recording my, like my video gameplay and commentating over it to like now streaming. Yeah. And I didn't really start streaming until like about, I want to say two years ago now. So obviously I think there's two different types, right? You have streaming, streaming. which is that shit's live, right? Live, like live on like, so you can't, yeah. Are, so the people who, when they watch you, are they playing as well? Or they're just, they're, they're just watching. watching you. They're just watching. I got you. So it's like a YouTube video, but it's live. Okay. You know, so it's like, so let's say like you're you're you were filming this podcast right now. Mm-hmm. You could have I could have like brought like if I had the equipment I could have brought a camera my laptop, have that going. We could have plugged mics into there and they could watch this podcast live. Okay. And then that's another form. Mm-hmm. Maybe that gives you gives you an idea of what you can do for this podcast. You yeah. Know, you could like maybe do like a recording or maybe just like a live recording. Yeah, that's what I eventually want to get to, man. Yeah. Is like once we get enough growth and we start growing this thing um man i would have like live shows mm-hmm. we would have people i'd rent out theaters man mm-hmm. and have people come in and just like we'd have a good time dude have food yeah probably get the get the fry bread man yeah, you get oh, your old man out there and you know start get the bus fired up so long oh my yeah. god so that would be fire though and yeah eventually once we get things one step at a time you know what i mean yeah. i'm not i'm not big on like trying to reinvent the wheel and get all that it's just let's mm-hmm. one day at a time build it build it build it slowly and yeah. organically and then yeah we'll get the cameras up and we'll have a proper show but yeah. i love the podcast right now yeah. it's like it's my favorite thing but keep going with your um so like streaming it's just, stream. yeah streaming is like but i realized going to streaming it produces more than you think it's just like when you stream it's live mm-hmm. you can maybe you can like um even on twitch you can do like you're like you can like you know like here twitch clip that clip that like past like 10 to two minutes okay that just produces like if you clip some like little parts in, in, on like during a live stream mm-hmm. that becomes another video in itself I got you. And then after every live stream, like if, if I know like I did like a really good live stream where I like, I don't know, like I got like, I don't know, like Fortnite wins or I had mm-hmm. like a lot of good plays on Rocket League or I like came back. Hold on. What's Rocket League? Rocket League is so it's soccer. I've played this fucking game. With yeah, I like this game. Yeah. I had I thought it was so stupid at first. Mm-hmm. My friends downloaded and were like, yo, we just downloaded a joke. And then we're like. It's actually fun, dude. Like, it's a fun. Key. It's like air hockey. Yeah, that shit is fire. I played it with um, so Hannah has some like Swedish family friends. Well, mm-hmm. they're my family friends yeah, too. Yeah, like yeah. they're really good people, and they have a son that is like I think he's ten years younger than me, but he's half Jamaican, half Swedish. Mm-hmm. Cool kid. He's yeah. so cool, but he's a big gamer too. Uh-huh. And he was like fucking me up in Rocket. It's one of those <laughs> things where like you go in and the kid whoops your ass, yeah. but I was like, hold on now. I've been hold let me on, let me wait, dust wait, these let games me, off. Yeah, I, I had to whoop him a little bit towards the end because you know I was like, let me get the game what's going on but it's yeah. cool because they have like the little boosters and you yeah. can like get it in it's like air hockey it's a yeah. fun game but you like stream rocket league i stream like stuff. yeah i stream like a plethora of games uh-huh. like i've done fall guys rocket league call of duty i've done madden a couple of times mm-hmm. minecraft like I, just whatever like you know vibes with me yeah and it's just 
seeing how much that like how much like depending on how, how much I stream and mm -hmm. what how, like what goes on in that stream, I'll download the stream onto my computer and I'll edit it like I'll edit it down to like maybe like a ten minute video to where I can post that on YouTube. Yeah. And then those little clips that I clip during the live stream that goes on the TikTok. I got you. So that like kind of expands it like a lot. Mm -hmm. So like saying like like going back on the topic of you like um rising up this podcast mm -hmm. if you had it going live right now and you made like little clips yeah you could make like your own youtube channel of this podcast where it's just clips of the podcast like yeah if, like, like if they can make a clip right now of us just talking about gaming mm -hmm. or or talking about sports and all that yeah so streaming did so much and it expanded me from going like hey not everything is just shoot record that's it oh yeah yeah streaming provides saying like it provides you the hassle of trying to find that content mm -hmm. and it just like you know gets those clips pushes it on over to your editor and you just edit it up and post it mm -hmm. like it it does so much i'm so glad that i got into streaming mm -hmm. and even though i haven't put so much work into it recently because i've been so focused on other th on other things you've had like school and stuff yeah yeah and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah it, was, it. it was me trying to finish up my senior year mm -hmm. like i kind of had to explain that to like you know the viewers and all that but it's like Having to having to do that, it's like now that I'm free, it's like I focus so much on now the recording things mm -hmm. and the streaming things. Yeah. So, streaming has done so much. So that's your, uh, you would say right now, like I don't want to categorize it or do whatever, but like that's kind of like your favorite thing to do. Yes. Okay. Honestly, like streaming has done, yeah, it's so fun to do, mm -hmm. and you get like a lot of like live reactions, like yeah. a lot of live and authenticated reactions. Like sometimes when you're just doing the record, like sometimes you'll just hit the record button and you'll just be like, hey, like do a laugh or something like, you know, like, hey, phase rug this for me where he just like stages it all or something mm -hmm. like, like it just streaming does a it's so authentic. Like, like a lot of people don't know it. Mm -hmm. So I just love how it just it produces so much for me, but it also shows like a lot toward to my viewers as well. I like that. Yeah. So you got the streaming, and then I see you on TikTok, dude. Your TikToks are funny, too, man. <laughs> so it's like I see the streaming ones, but I also yeah. see the ones where, like, you've just been on the ground, like, at campus. or Yeah, uh, so I got – one day I got – I think we were doing a segment on the Roe versus Wade case. Okay. And we were doing – one of my um, classmates wanted to do a segment on that for the school um, broadcast, and she needed my help with it to film and all that. So I was like, okay, we'll go ahead and film. And – it's funny because we were going around like asking like people like their opinions on the on the uh, on the topic and we one of my homies came up and we we're i think we were like kind of done but we were like i was like you know what here give me the mic i'm just gonna like talk to him real quick and i was just talking you know we we're just going like hey are you vibing today like what are your plans after high school and i posted that it got two point like 2.3 views like mm -hmm. over 200 likes and i was like that's like my most most liked and most viewed video on TikTok. Yeah, I'm like people like this, mm -hmm. so I started doing it a lot more, and I started like inviting like more people onto it, like like maybe like my former football teammates, yeah. like inviting a bunch of people on. So I like how people like that, and it's just, and I kind of it's kind of funny because I kind of hopped on like sometimes you you want to do like you want to ride the wave too. So like I've done like a couple of TikToks where I kind of use other people's audios and okay. I kind of do it like I kind of go off of that. And I made one where I, I went back to the reservation recently to Gallup and Shiprock. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that after. Yeah, we'll, and we'll um, get into that. Yeah, I, I kind of posted a TikTok where it's like it's it's like, it's this one episode of Family Guy where they're like I think it's like a taxi guy and Peter and he was like where are you heading? He's like home and he's like where's home and it and it just cuts. To I that saw song. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that TikTok. And if I'm, if I'm, if I'm correct, it's at over 530 likes right now. Okay. It's my most liked video on yeah. TikTok. Yeah. And over 38, uh, 3.8, uh, 3.8 K yeah. views. views. 
And I'm like, bro, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Cause I remember posting it. I'm like, ah, it's just like, you know, it's just, you know, just post it for whatever. Cause I haven't posted it in a while. So I was like, I might as well post it. Yeah. And it's funny cause like out there on the reservation, you don't get a lot of cell service. Mm-hmm. So I went to go visit family, didn't have a lot of cell service. And once we got back towards the city and we got like a little bit of cell service, my phone starts blowing up. Like yeah. it's blowing up, going off, going off, going off. And I'm like, what the hell happened? Yeah. And I look at it. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm have, I have over 300 likes on this already. How, what the, f- how? Yeah. <laughs> it just shocks me so much. But like going back to like the interviews, it's like, I have fun just doing like little interviews and just being in front of the camera too. Yeah. And that's what kind of adds on to like what I can do. Like I've done filming, tech, streaming, uh, uh, kind of like messing around with audios on, on Adobe Audition and also just being in front of the camera. Like like you said, and going back to, again to uh, the school broadcast, it all started out with a ASB event where they had flag football, like a flag football tournament. Anybody could sign up and play, and they did it on the auxiliary, on the soccer field. And I remember asking my teacher, I'm like, do you think we should, like, cover this? I feel like this would be a good topic to cover just to, like, have, like, in there as fun. Yeah. And he's like, if you want to do it, go ahead. I, like, by all means, go ahead. So I took some of his equipment, took some of the – took. I actually brought my own camera over there, mm-hmm. and we filmed some stuff, and I had my – and we actually connected uh, a stick mic. So I was actually commentating, like, watching the games, like, commentating each game. Yeah. And he – and I remember, I remember, like, after we were done, I went home immediately, edited it all together, and I actually had it done by the next day. Mm-hmm. I had that entire video done by the next day with highlights and all the commentary done. And I'd show it to my teacher. He's like, how can you do this? Yeah. Like, this is so cool. Like, how do you do this? I'm like, I just, I've just been doing it for, for, for a long time. Yeah. And he's like, because he's also like, and then after that, like, I've gotten to so many, like, opportunities from, like, um, I remember one of my um, former teammates who's at El Camino currently, and he's on the football team. Uh, shout out to Kale Nelson, and he told me that the football team is looking for like videographers for to, for them to film their practices. Okay. So I'm, I'm looking at it as not just like an opportunity, but I'm seeing it as like an achievement because it's like I can do more than just film their practices. Yeah. I can make them edits. I yeah. can make them like I can like if anything, they're not just getting a guy that can film their practices. Mm-hmm. They're getting a guy who can be their media guy. Yeah. You know, like, and it kind of just resembles around so much and um sorry i kind of lost my thought a little bit you're the media <laughs> guy like your media. rise to yeah. the talent of being yeah. o- on the camera and behind the camera yeah and that's a new thing man it's no longer just like oh i'm i'm a, I'm a film guy right where yeah. you're like i i just kind of document and do stuff like that no you're you're the guy that documents but yet you can also hop in front uh, yeah like Stephen a yeah. and get on there and talk some shit about what's <laughs> going on and like really entertain the people and make yeah. it a better experience and yeah. like that's where i see you going man is i see you like being everything mm-hmm. like you're you're literally I, I see you being the lebron of like <laughs> you know, we don't know what position does lebron play fucking whatever the fuck lebron wants to yeah. play right? <laughs> like that's what he does so exactly. dude you're you have the ability and that's so cool that you found that skill and that passion i want to ask you like do you like editing because that's that's kind of the thing where i know people who enjoy filming themselves but they're, they, they don't hate, fall they in hate the editing they don't and I, it's like i don't get that part when you want to like if you're a up and rising content creator and you want to mm-hmm. do make videos for a living you, I would suggest learning how to edit on yourself. Yeah, that's how I did it. I started out with like this little program on Windows, like Windows Seven. I think it was like 
Windows Live Movie Maker. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the best of quality. It wasn't the best editor. Mm-hmm. And I, but I just started editing out on that. And then my dad updated me to Adobe Premiere. Mm-hmm. And that's where I started to pick up on everything. I was yeah. like, okay, I can do this. I can make edits on this. And I actually do enjoy editing. Because, yeah. again, I can be creative within my own way. And if anything, the editing even gave me more of an opportunity to do other gigs. And after, sh- after that um, flag football tournament, and I posted that onto the school broadcast, I get, I got, I think my teacher got a um, email from the girls flag football team. Because they had just gotten a grant from the uh, LA Chargers and LA Rams for, I think it was like, they selected some schools to start a girls flag football league, and our school got chosen. Yeah, get into the mic a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, I'm about that. Oh, this is the last time I'm gonna tell you. I'm the next one. It's not gonna be that uh, nice. <laughs> Go ahead. You, yeah, you just—they're weird. You got to get like close. Yeah, just gotta, really yeah. Gotta do it. But um, we uh, yeah. So I got an opportunity to be the media guy for the um for our high school flag girls flag football team. Okay, yeah. And it was so cool because they wanted me because they apparently were going undefeated and they were unscored on. Mm-hmm. Like they hadn't allowed a single point. And then there, were, and my teacher was like, "Hey, can you go cover this the tournament they have this weekend at this at our football stadium?" Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Okay, yeah, I can do that." And I got in there, I filmed everything, and I was doing the same thing I was doing, filming it by myself, and then commentating with with a mic in my hand. And I submitted that, and then the coaches saw, it and they were like, "This is really, really good. Yeah, like this is probably as good as probably this is. You're like, you're doing, you're basically carrying the, the Chargers media team right now because not even the Chargers are doing uh, this. It's like I'm, I'm doing yeah. it." But you were a one-stop <laughs> shop right there. Exactly. You were not even the fucking Chargers <laughs> are doing that. Yeah. But um, and then after that, they invited me again to go with them to the championship game. Okay. And the championship game was at the Super Bowl experience at the LA Convention Center. Oh, okay. And I was like, "Yeah, count me in. I'm going." That's cool. Yeah. And so you were able to have like full access and all that. I was able to go around, walk around, and but still film at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then I remember getting like. Well, I always consider this my huge accomplishment was me getting my first press badge, like saying like, "Hey, I'm press." I, That's I what's do up. All. And it's like has my name on it, like RUTV, all that stuff. And I was so proud of it. Like, it even got to the point where like we were boarding the bus, and I think it was like the boys football. They even like, and then the regular men's football team came along with the girls, so they can like be there and support. Yeah. And they're like, all right, they're like, all right, boys, stay back here. We need to talk to you for a second. And I was like, wait, me too. And he's like. No, nah, go ahead. You're great. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. But then once I got there, once I got to the Super Bowl experience, they were like checking my bags and all that, and they're like, and they saw my badge. They're like, oh no, no, you don't have to. He's good. He's good. And I'm just yeah. like, oh my it's god. Cool. Yeah. It was, but it was so awesome. I appreciate uh, Jake Kimen as the coach of the girls' flag football team for giving me the opportunity uh-huh. because he he was my uh, my I think it was like weight weight conditioning coach mm-hmm. there was like an elective like other than pe you could do like um weight oh weight training mm-hmm. so i was so i did and it's funny because that was, that was the online year my junior year yeah so we were doing like push-ups and everything over zoom but he was so chill and he knew me so he was like yeah i trust him more than anything yeah so i went there with them and i appreciate him for bringing me because it was so awesome just going to the super bowl experience but also doing what i can do best is just filming making good content but yeah. it was it was so awesome and it's like, dude, guys like you, man, it's literally vital because without, like, you guys, we wouldn't even – the only way you would see the Super Bowl is if you were there. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. people 
dude that it shit is so undercover and it's so like underappreciated but it's literally the most important thing yeah. that people don't understand is even like with hannah getting her youtube started and like me getting this podcast up and running dude you don't even understand how vital the editing is you don't even yeah. and i have a new respect for it like yeah. especially whenever i see like a 30 minute long youtube video with it's high like, production <laughs> i'm like shit someone put some time someone into this some real time into it's this. not dude people literally like the average person sees a 15 minute video mm-hmm. and they just think like oh tyler took 15 minutes to make that video you know what i mean they think it's like a snapchat story or something like that no bro you fucking put it in you put you watched it you filter through all the crud you put music on you uh you know cropped certain things you edited it and Uh then you made sure that it transitioned and it flowed properly and it told a story overall that would be pleasing to the eye and it's (laughs) like that 15 minute video actually took tyler maybe three hours to make four you know what i mean like if you really put in some time into it Mm -hmm. and it's like people just think that's where the disrespect comes from is like oh youtuber streamer you know what i mean yeah. of like but no it's not dude all the behind the scenes work that shit's so important mm-hmm. and dude hearing about your like press experience i remember i was at cerritos and um my coach introduced me to this guy i can't remember his name bro i gotta get his name for you yeah. he's i think he lives locally his name was like I don't want to disrespect him. His name was either like Herbie or Kirby mm-hmm. or something like that. But bro was like, uh, Rich was like, dude, this guy, uh, like at the Super Bowl, like takes the photos of like fucking yeah, that's uh, like uh, lo- Stafford oh. and like gets that like he's the high level. He's like at the Olympics. I think they've taken him oh and he's like God. a pro media guy where yeah. like when Usain Bolt is like crossing the yeah. thing, I think you, he's you, the you guy that's that, like in there. So dude, I gotta like see if maybe I can get his info because you you could learn some shit from him yeah. and like he's he's a legit guy. Like he goes to the fucking Olympics. He goes yeah. to the Super Bowl and bro, they pay for all that shit for him. Like he yeah. stays at like the Four Seasons <laughs> and stuff like that and it's like all through his company and i don't know how his setup is but it would be so dope if you were like you know it was the the tyler nota brand that was being like partnered with that Mm -hmm. like that's that's the big thing is i think i want you to create that one-stop shop of like no we build dope shit and like we cover you you do what makes you happy like everyone loves the super bowl if there's going to be somebody that's going to be entertaining us while we're watching the Super Bowl yeah. and like informing us on what's going on, why shouldn't it be you? Right. Yeah. Like, why shouldn't we have some sort of like, oh, let's sign into your um, whatever it is, your website, your yeah. streaming service of, hey, we're doing the fucking Super Bowl here. And like, I'd watch that more than yeah. I'm going to watch two old white guys on <laughs> NBC. Like, like no disrespect to Chris Collinsworth. Yeah. And, like, you know Al what I mean? Michaels. But, like, but I don't give a fuck <laughs> about what they're saying. I want to hear like Snoop Dogg and Kevin Hart commentate because they're like, entertaining. Like, like, like 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 Eli Manning and Peyton Manning doing their commentary. That shit was way better. So funny. It was just. It was just. Yeah. I liked that a lot. But even though, dude, I just don't like when the major networks fucking have these dinosaurs up there. Like that's not. They need to have. Honestly, Nickelodeon did something cool though. Do you remember seeing that one? They They streamed it. They streamed NFL games. It was a little cheesy and corny, but I just like them trying new things. Like I like that. That's the thing. Is but we just need more. Like. I'm not saying get rid of Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels and yeah. all those guys, but like, fuck, I want to hear somebody that li- watches the game like me. Like, I'm gonna be like, damn, he hit the fuck out of that guy. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, I want to hear some authentic reactions. Like, yeah. I want it to feel like I'm at the game yeah. without actually being at the game. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Rogan does an awesome job at the UFC of that dude. Yeah. He's the best at like he really hits you with like, oh my god. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, bro, it's a fuck. He's so technical with it, and then he gives his own like 
you feel like he's a bro at the game yeah. or at the the fight just doing that man and that's my biggest thing dude is i fucking love i went to um we had like a full access hookup mm-hmm. with the ufc at the t-mobile in vegas oh, damn. i think it was last year around november man it mm-hmm. was um i remember volkanovsky was fighting and then um one of the diaz brothers was fighting dude and we had the vip like the booth the buffet yeah. the everything dude you don't understand, man. It was like rich shit too. Like the, the tickets God. were like three grand or something like that. Like it was it was thousands of dollars on all these tickets. And it was it felt like I was in the Roman Coliseum, dude. Like if we could go back in time and dude, it was like these there's no energy like it. Like better yeah. than any football game, any basketball game, any track event. Like mm-hmm. when they fucking come out, dude, mm-hmm. and one of the buffers is like it's time oh my god dude the whole place was fucking electric like there wasn't a single dude people in wheelchairs were standing up like they were like <laughs> god damn let me get up here real quick i gotta get up dude and they were dude coming with out no here. legs just stands up out of nowhere dude, it's like, like oh it makes you oh. want to fight yeah go ahead plug it back in Man, it got, got me excited yeah. a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> dude, like, it makes it, like, my palms got sweaty. I was like, shit, I'd hop in the octagon right now. <laughs> like, you know, I'd be like, well, what's my weight at? I'm at, yeah. like, 217. I, yeah. I'll hop out there, you know. Yeah. But, dude, it was so lit. But it would be so cool if you could, like, get into those events and just, like, create that stuff and, like, yeah. document. Because that shit is important. Like, it's, there is no, without people like you, there is no event. Yeah, literally. Yeah, oh, you thought, could go to the event, but that's you, why I feel like even when I graduate, because I was like, who's really gonna do this after me? Like, who does it? Like, yeah, I don't want to be like have that like that high ego, but uh-huh. I was like, who can do it better than me? That's though? that's what's up. That's like, why I was like, I don't know how they're gonna survive without me. Like, mm-hmm. I really don't know how. Yeah, like it's even gotten to the point where I've gotten like friends that are, who are freshmen, who are sophomores that know me. They're like, bro, I hope you like like come back and like work for like mr shihei or something yeah and i, I might i might take that opportunity because uh-huh. they do pay pretty good mm-hmm. and I, just because i want to go back there just to like you know at least learn a little bit more from him yeah because i feel like one year doesn't really wasn't one enough mm-hmm. so but i just love how it's like all that energy and it just it does so much for me when i'm filming too yeah so like i even felt like as a football fan like I went to the Rams uh, Chiefs Monday night game when they relocated the game from Mexico to the Coliseum. Okay. And I don't know if you know that game, but that was the Monday night game that it was the most. It was Dude, that was the wild highest, one. For, I think it was like the fourth highest scoring game of all time. Yeah, they were going back to back, back to, to back, back to back. I remember that. And I remember because me and my cousin we were looking, we we're just like, hey, we're just sitting on the couch and we got the news saying they're moving it to the Coliseum. We're mm-hmm. like, oh. How much are tickets? And we looked at how cheap the tickets drop because yeah. so many people have already paid over there. They're like, well, we might as well just drop the tickets because yeah. so many people have already paid for it. Mm-hmm. So we're, me and my cousin looked at each other, we're like, yeah, we're definitely going to go to this. Up. And this is, yeah, I remember this is like prime, this is like basically prime time, like Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. like Hall of Fame. Oh, I like remember MVP's, this game now that you said season, it. Yeah. Like, he was saucing was, everybody up. He was mm-hmm. saucing everybody up. Mm-hmm. And I was at that stadium, and I could just feel the energy because not it was just, it wasn't just Chiefs and Rams fans there. Mm-hmm. Every single NFL fan was there. Yeah, I saw Vikings and Titans fans there. Yeah, in LA, if you're from LA, you will never see Vikings uh-huh. or Chiefs fans. Here. Yeah, or like not even like you know like Titans fans. You mm-hmm. don't see like any of those like I would say like you'll East, see Raiders, Raiders, you'll see Chargers, like Rams, Rams yeah. like. Maybe some like Denver or like 49ers stuff, yeah. but like you'll never see like Bengals yeah. or like I would say like Jets. Mm-hmm. But like every single NFL fan was there, and it was so cool going into the stadium. And I was like, even though we had like the very like top of the Coliseum, 
like that's where our tickets were it was such a huge view and you can see like the entire coliseum was filled dude yeah no the coliseum it's historic for a reason like yeah. that shit is fly because when it's packed in there it's it's nice just looking like just yeah. being just in there, being in there. Not, it was and then so you add cool. a game onto it and you're like yeah. oh that's that's lit yeah because i've only gone to the coliseum to watch football twice it was that opportunity and that was the um usc versus arizona homecoming game okay and but like the chiefs and rams game was so awesome like yeah. the fact that they were going back to back to back to back to back yeah just scoring on each other constantly it was just the energy from that it was so like just loud and mm-hmm. it was just so energetic like like me i'm a steelers fan mm-hmm. i was getting up i was like i was like oh my god the rams might actually get this i'm like yeah. all right let's see who got like and like yeah. after seeing like jared goff throw it i don't know which was i think it was probably gerald everett like mm-hmm. that little like catch and he goes like tiptoes like on the sideline yeah. in for the game when he touched i was like oh my god yeah. it was so loud mm-hmm. the energy came from that and i was just like i was thinking because that was my first football game mm-hmm. and i was like this was a great way to like get introduced into like the energy of a sport yeah like it was so huge and then after that i was i had high expectations but like usc versus arizona homecoming game i think usc blew them out to like 43 like 17 yeah it's not fun yeah, man, it's it not wasn't close. it wasn't it was yeah. like and eh, but like it wasn't that fun but then my th- next one after that was the steelers chargers i think it was a sunday night game mm-hmm. and i got take i was i was been saving up so long for those tickets and i got i think it was like a, i think it was like two seats for me and my dad and we were behind the um end zone Okay. right by the tunnel yeah. but it wasn't the tunnel where they were coming out out, out of their locker room it was like kind of like on the other side mm-hmm. but being a Steelers fan and seeing how much their fans love them I went to the SoFi Stadium to watch like I feel it was like maybe like three hours before just to see like the team like warm up like players warm up individually yeah and there was already Steelers like like a good amount of Steelers fans there filling up the entire bottom row, uh-huh. and there was so many. And then once the game started, they like you know get up and then they were putting their pads on, coming out in full uniform and start practicing. I look around, yellow everywhere, yeah. terrible towels everywhere. Yeah. I was like, it gave me so many goosebumps, and I was like, bro, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. But like, even though we end up losing the game, but like hearing like every time we would score, and then like yeah, I think we took the lead at some point. You could the entire stadium erupt. It was yeah. so loud. Like mm-hmm. it was probably just as loud as the Chargers fans. Yeah. But like it was just so amazing just hearing and just seeing like how much energy that brought to the entire crowd. Dude, and that's why like I wanna spend so much of my free time just traveling mm-hmm. and then going to like sporting events. Like I love I just wanna be able to kinda be like, Yeah, no, we'll we'll get that taken care of. You yeah. know what I mean? Just yeah, like yeah. how much is it? Oh yeah, no, let's I wanna be yeah, on the field. I like let's be, go right <laughs> down the field. Yeah, we just did the, for the July 4th, we did the LA Galaxy game. Ooh. And we were in, like, the third row of, um, they were playing Montreal. Yeah. And they had a fireworks show on the field right after oh, really? in the StubHub. It was really Damn. cool. I've never had, like, a legit fireworks show in the stadium. because mm-hmm. But they were blowing them. Like, yeah. they were they were they really were like, going <laughs> hard. Yeah, they were like, nah, we're cool with fires. Yeah, it's whatever. It's like, right. fuck, fire, fire engines are over there. Yeah, like, they're, they're on call. Fine. But, yeah, just, like, I want to be able to travel whenever I want mm-hmm. and just, like, hit up dope games. Yeah. That's so cool. Like, Tell me about, um, since we're talking about traveling, you're, how long were you out there on the res for? I was out there for, like, I want to say maybe like about three or four days. Not a okay. long time, but. Um, it's like a long weekend. It was like a, yeah, like a really long weekend. You went by yourself or you went with your pops? I went with my, went by, uh, my parents. Okay. So, yeah, we just went up there because we haven't been up there since the pandemic, since the beginning of the pandemic. So it's been about maybe two, three years. Yeah. So we want, we wanted to go back again. Um, just to visit family and just look around. Are again. your grandparents alive? No, they are not. Okay, but yeah, they. I think they passed. Away. I think the last one on my mom's side, she passed away probably during the pandemic too. But it wasn't 
COVID related, but okay. she passed away. Okay. But um, is your we, mom from the same res too? I don't think that that's a funny part. I don't really I don't really dabble into the origins of that side. I just I know my you. dad's side, but it's okay. like, but it's like either way, I know there's you no know, like it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whatever happens, it yeah. happens, you know. But we went back to uh, to my dad's side. We were looking around. We we're just like at this point, we we're just like. It got to the point where like we don't even have an agenda. Like we don't even have to get back at a certain time. That's we'll just nice. like spend our time out there doing whatever, going to like flea markets. Yeah. Like we even brought back like some like bread, like all that stuff. Like we brought back like a bunch of goods because we haven't been out out there in so long. Mm-hmm. But I just like how like every time I go out, like go out of state, it just does so much for me mentally. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like and it, it allows me to step back a little bit mm-hmm. and just like you know relax and just go explore a little bit. Yeah. And especially when I had to. It wasn't even really, even though we had an agenda on this on this other trip I'm about to uh, talk about. It was my mom's friend. She, her daughter was moving out of um, her uh, apartment in Oregon, and she needed someone to like go up there and help her move from Oregon down to Tucson. Okay. And that's a long, long that's drive. Big, yeah. What is that? Yeah. It's got to be <laughs> over 16 hours. What do you think? Yeah. Somewhere around there. It's maybe about 20. 20. Really? Yeah. Damn. So yeah. my dad's like, all right, we'll do it. Uh-huh. And my dad went over to Tucson, got the um, moving tri- moving van, and he drove back to L.A. to pick me up. Mm-hmm. And then we took that road trip all the way up to Oregon. In a, in a U-Haul? In or a what? U-Haul. Hey, man, that U-Haul is rough. I've done it, that a oh few times, my God. dude. The U-Haul rides are rough. That's gone. That's like a father and son like like pinpoint in our life. So oh, it's yeah, like, that's it's, good. It, it was good, but it was like, oh, my God. The yeah. U-Haul, it was just – but, like, once I got into Oregon – and we I crossed that border into like the mountains. Mm-hmm. I started to fall in love. Okay, I was like, Oregon is so nice. Yeah, I was born me, in Oregon. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like me. It's like I'm a. I like the cold. Like I like like you know okay. like the cold, like freezing temperatures. Like like not that freezing, but like you know I like the cold. Really. And when I got into Oregon, I was like, this is really nice. Like I was walking around with no jacket on. Like like my dad was walking around with like a full on jacket, and I was yeah. like, I'm like over here with just a short sleeve. I'm just like. Yeah, this is this is amazing. Like I love the weather here. Does your body naturally run hot though? Like I think do you it does. stay warmer I think it than does. usual. I yeah. Got you. yeah. So yeah, I just love being around the cold. And then going up to Portland, Oregon, it was just so like it, it was beautiful. Even though there's a lot of clouds, I mm-hmm. was just like, it's beautiful. Like I feel like I'm in my element. Yeah. But then like once we started like getting all the stuff, packing up the U-Haul, we were like. Uh, we can make it back in time. So we were like, let's go up to Seattle. Mm-hmm. We went up to Seattle and we went back to um, like a couple of spots that my mom went to when she went there like a way like decades ago. Mm-hmm. And we went to a couple of spots to go look around. And I just I just loved that trip so much because I was like adapting to a new environment. Yeah. Because I was like, man, if I ever go to a community college and I have an opportunity to go to University of Oregon, mm. that would I wouldn't mind. Like, yeah. the, like the atmosphere, like the, the climate here, I am yeah. honestly fine with it. Dude, I want to check out next time, like, I'm in Oregon. I want to uh-huh. check out that Nike Center. Like, oh I want to go to, like, that. I think we went. I think we did. We go to it. I mean, you no, would have known if you went I, to I, it. Maybe. Yeah. But um, I kind of experienced a new Nike thing. They have Nike clearance stores. Okay. And they kind of sell, like, a bunch of, like, stuff that wasn't really sold. But, like, it's funny because, like, they have a lot of really good, like, merch, like, shirts, like, pants and all that. Yeah. But, like, the shoes is not really – I wouldn't say they're that good. Cause, you yeah, know, like, they got the, those in Vegas, man. Yeah. Like, the the clearance spots are yeah. better than, like, going to a real Nike. Yeah. yeah. Like, but, like, the shoes are all filled up with, like, Nike Monarchs, like, mm-hmm. the white and blacks. Like, it's, like, yeah. there's, like, at least three, like, rows full of Nike Monarchs. So, yeah. it's, like, okay, shoes, it's not really the move. Yeah. But, like, T-shirts. I've gotten so many T-shirts from Nike clearance stores. Mm-hmm. They've even gotten, like – NFL jerseys there for like 50 bucks like, yeah. like if you, like you could go there right now 
and there will probably be Rams and Bengals Super Bowl jerseys there selling for about uh, 50 bucks. Yeah. Like, no matter what team you won, you could probably buy either team. Yeah. The thing is, dude, is the trick with the shoes is you got to go when they get their shipment. Yeah. Because if it's, like, three days after they've gotten their shipment, shit people have already, like, yeah, rummaged through them, yeah. and they got the good stuff, and then you're stuck with, like, slides, you yeah. know? So <laughs> it doesn't make but me, sense. me, I was, like, I already, I'm, like, I'm, a, I'm kind of a huge sneakerhead. I got, like, about, like, maybe, like, over 20 pairs of shoes. Mm-hmm. But, like, I was kind of, like, you know, I don't really need shoes. I just want to look at, like, the merch, you know? Mm-hmm. But I found so many nice, like, n- like T-shirts, like, really good designs I've never seen before in L.A. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, I gotta, I'm buying this. Yeah. And it even got to the point where I saw, like, this all-clear Nike backpack. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm definitely buying this. It was clear, so you could see the shit inside. You could see the shit inside. I was buying it because I I knew sports stadiums will allow that in. Really, a whole backpack that size if it's clear? I went to SoFi Stadium with it. Oh, cool. And and SoFi Stadium is kind of strict with their backpack and like bringing stuff in policy. Uh huh. But they uh, they were able to see through everything, so I was like, if you can see through it, I mean, there's really there really shouldn't be a problem. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you you're able to see everything in here. You don't have to like search through it. So, but like. What if they still opened it though? Did, and they were, you know how extra they are yeah, when they like push shit. Like, bitch, it's fucking. It's clear. Yeah, like, what you do you see doing? right through it? Like, yeah, that's funny. I, I kind of got unlucky when I recently went to a Dodgers game against the Colorado. I think it was the Rockies, mm-hmm. and we, I went with the backpack, and they were like, "Oh, uh, it's not allowed in. It's a little, it's too big." And I'm like, "Did you guys update your bag policy?" Yeah. Because last time I went to Dodger Stadium, because I know Dodger Stadium is really, like, lenient with, like, their bag policy, like, with what you can bring in and all that. Yeah. And I think they did change their bag policy. So I was, like, I was kind of sad I couldn't bring my clear backpack in. So what did you do? You had to bring it back to the car? I went, I brought, I, yeah, I went back to the Because you weren't leaving it there, I wasn't huh? leaving like it there. That I'm, like, no, nah, I spent, like, hard-earned money on yeah. this. This was on clearance. I'm not getting rid of this. Yeah. But, like, taking it to SoFi Stadium and all these sports events, it came in so close. Dude, how was SoFi, SoFi Stadium? I haven't been in that one yet. Okay, so when you go there, it looks like just, like, you know, like a normal dome uh-huh. but apparently they had to dig into like down i, I because, remember that yeah they had to dig down because of the air because the airport is mm-hmm. like right next to it so they had to dig down yeah. that way to, so it feels like on the very low level and and it just rises above so it's kind of like a big like dome dude i don't know how far down they dug they dug really did far. they dig 40 stories into the ground that for some reason that number you we gotta google it let's google yeah, it. yeah we quick. gotta google it that real quick but like how how many stories down into the earth did they dig because they have the whole foundation that they had to dig into yeah because like i just remember going there and i remember like going there like just on the like, ground level mm-hmm. and i could st- i looked down and it was so deep really like it was like I would say, like, if you could look down, like, down here where the, I think where, like, the bottom of the student union is, yeah. it was a lot more farther down. Okay. Like, it was so deep. So like, that's unique. Yeah, it's, like, really, really deep. I hear that's, like, the biggest screen or the most expensive screen in a stadium, too. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's 360, it's isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's 360. That's what's up. And it's, it, but, like, once you, but when you got down to my seats, which is, like, again, behind the end zone, so you're, like, at the ground level, mm-hmm. and you look up. It's just like you're in a whole like. What dome. game were you there for? Uh, Steelers versus Chargers Sunday okay. night games. Yeah, okay. I, think, I, I think I already talked about this. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know yeah. it was at SoFi though. Yeah, yeah it I was at you. SoFi Stadium. So I was like, I spent so much money on that. I saved up, so I went there, and I remember going through like the door. I remember going through the like the little like going through the bars and all that. And I went straight to the seats, and I looked up, and I was like, Wow, like this is huge. Yeah. Okay, so it says like so the football. So the football field itself lies 100 feet below ground level, double the depth of any NFL venue. Okay. So they're twice as down deep yeah, as anybody so three, else. That's yeah, cool. three quarters of it lies underground. So it's at 100 feet? Yeah, it says 100 feet below ground level. 100 feet. That's kind of a lot of feet. How many yeah. stories are 100 feet? Can you Google that real yeah, quick? Yeah, hold on. Let's see. 
but yeah, it's it might like, not be forty stories, but it's you know how many stories? It's got to be like ten at least. Ten stories. Hundred feet. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. No, don't go to shopping. I need all. Damn it. Uh, let's see. Let's see how many feet. One story is about 14 feet. Wait, huh? Wait. Let's see, let's see. So how many stories is 100 feet? So we're saying like about one story is 14 feet. Okay, 100 and, uh, and divided by 14. I'm not that good with math. Uh, All right, calculator, get over is here. Is it like eight stories? That's about seven stories. All right. So yeah, maybe about That's eight. Cool. We'll, we'll round it up a little bit. But yeah. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, you go you go into SoFi Stadium and you just, and you look down, it's so just so deep. And then when once you go to the ground level and you look up, it's really, really high. So it was just it was crazy going there. It was just like looking up, like seeing. Yeah, I'm gonna like have to many, get out there. Yeah, it's really yeah, you have to like get a butt like get something into it and just like go mm-hmm. for like a game or something. But, like, Dude, it's huge. It, it's nice that you were down there on the Navajo res though. Mm-hmm. I um I've been to Page. Mm-hmm. So that's the only city I've been there, yeah. and um, I fucking love Paige. Mm-hmm. So, dude, it was, like, just such a small-town vibe, and then I fuck with Lake Powell. Like, I love how yeah. the res is right there on Lake Powell, mm-hmm. and, dude, that's literally my favorite. Like, I'm a beach guy. Mm-hmm. I like lakes. I like boat days. Yeah. I'm not a fan of, like, lakes that have, like, trees and marsh and stuff yeah. like that. I love the power, though, of that canyon, mm-hmm. and you can feel it, and we had a boat day out there, man, and I remember driving out there, and I was like, there's no way there's a fucking lake out here. Like, I'm in the middle of nowhere. It's yeah. a desert. There's no body of water here, and then we finally get in there, dude, and I was like, holy fuck. These this. canyons are humongous, <laughs> and it's like, have you ever been on the lake out there? I don't think I have. Dude, you got like, Next yeah. time you're out there, man, like, make it a priority. I'm yeah. And then we went and saw, like, Horseshoe Bend mm-hmm. and all that, and, like, it was just so beautiful. I fuck with it it's like so pretty and i like mm-hmm. how hot it gets out there like yeah it's you know it's but especially desert. like this time during when we went back during like this past week mm-hmm. or past couple of weeks we went there during like i think it was like right before fourth of july mm-hmm. and it was kind of it was really it was warm but the thing is there's the humidity level was really low mm-hmm. and if you know like weather like if you're in like a hundred degree weather mm-hmm. but the humidity level is like one percent it just feels like you're in like a hot oven yeah like, like you it's like okay it just feels like i'm warming yeah. up it's like vegas yeah. yeah so like but like here when it gets like 68 degrees and it's like 70 or 80 percent humidity you're mm-hmm. baking out here yeah like it's like it, yeah like a humidity matter level like mm-hmm. the humidity level matters so when back out there on the res it was like about i would say like 80 maybe 90 degrees yeah but like only 10 percent humidity yeah so i was like i'm uh it's just like it's hot but it's yeah. like it's not like i'm not like i'm roasting so you prefer a dry heat to a um humid heat yeah i think i prefer dry heat i prefer that. dry yeah. heat too because especially when we're like going back on my trip from like going up to seattle and then oregon and galway going back to tucson we had mm-hmm. to go through phoenix and again we're going in that big u-haul truck mm-hmm. no air conditioning mm-hmm. and we're just going through and we're going through phoenix it's like a hundred 111 degree weather with yeah. like one degree humidity i was over going like man i am baking but i'm like i shouldn't be complaining though because there's no humidity mm-hmm. but like it just felt like a hot oven so yeah i feel like i i, yeah. I do love all the oxygen in the air though when it's humid and you mm-hmm. can like like if you're down in florida you mm-hmm. can just 
it and just like, oh, I feel that yeah. oxygen in there. It feels good. Yeah. So I mean, there's I like them both. I like heat. I'm not a fan of the cold. I know you like the cold. Yeah, you cold's said. my cold's my thing. Oh, I'm cool. It's just like I don't. I like being able to just take clothes off. Like I hate <laughs> clothes. Like I'm like I said, man. I'm just like a beach guy. I don't. Yeah. I don't like clothes like that. Mm-hmm. So it's cool, but it's definitely good. You got to go back there and hit the res, check out on some people, make sure yeah. everything was all right. Yeah, we went. Um, Last year, last year in July, actually, uh-huh. like right around this time, yeah. we were up in Montana down there and mm-hmm. we were just bouncing around, checking out like Yellowstone, yeah. you know, cruising around. I took Hannah up there for the first time. Oh, that's dope. And it was like, it was, it was an interesting trip. It's always interesting yeah, it's when, always you, go interesting when you go back down there. Yeah, yeah it's so always it's interesting. Like, and that's the thing though, is like stuff that obviously I used to do as a kid you know you sleep on the floor you do this you like get dirty you yeah. like just eat whatever that shit wasn't flying for hannah and like that <laughs> shit wasn't flying for me either though too where it's i was like, like it's like babe don't don't even ask yeah. me what the origin of fry bread was yeah don't yeah you got that. Ask me. <laughs> and then and then there's the thing is you got a brief where you're like yeah you got these little dogs that are running around everywhere like they're res dogs like yeah. don't don't touch them all right like don't know. you know because yeah, she might have been like oh a dog like let's go see it. yeah. and it's just like there's a difference too because we took uh i took her to costa rica uh-huh. we went there like last year um you know before the summertime man and they have dogs out there but it's awesome because like yeah. the dogs are pretty free a lot of them have owners but here's the thing is so let's say there's like 20 people surfing mm-hmm. you know a whole beach you got 20 people you'll probably have like 10 dogs on the sand chilling doing their thing and then here's the thing though is like a surfer will get out and go to their pickup truck mm-hmm. and that he doesn't even sometimes he'll whistle or something like that but usually the dog's like oh that's my person like i better <laughs> go with dan my, oh oh grab that thing but he'll be like oh my ride's leaving and then like (laughs) they'll just hop in the truck and then they'll drive off so it's like oh let's fix these wires hold on we good i think we're good all right yeah Yeah. what was i talking about oh costa rican dogs (laughs) yeah and they're like free they do their thing and they're pretty clean because they're always in the ocean too but like res dogs man they're They're just just fucked up yeah Yeah. so it's one of those things where that's what it's like just like being an urban indian you know what i mean kind of like Cause obviously my mom was, you know, born into it. She grew up over there and she moved us out of there. Cause just, she didn't want us to grow up there. So yeah. it's really kind of interesting being an outsider and an insider. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird. Cause, cause like speaking out on that, it's like me being born outside of the res being born in the, in the beach area. Mm-hmm. It's like being like, sometimes it's like, I feel so like out of, like, I feel like out, like out of my skin, but at the same mm-hmm. time, I feel like I'm home. Like I consider the reservation my home still. Yeah, you can like, feel the roots that are yeah, down. Yeah, like I, I can still mm-hmm. feel it. Like yeah, like whenever I'm like they get like my, my dad's like here, go ahead and take the wheel and like drive for a little bit. Yeah. I'm driving. I'm just like yeah, I, I feel like I'm home still. Yeah. So like every time I go back out there, it's like I always owe like all of, like all my family everything because like that that feels like my home still, no matter yeah. like where I'm at. Mm-hmm. So like I I agree with you. I yeah. see. It's the one of those things though. It's a little bit different for me. It's honestly like being. Um, like obviously I'm biracial, mm-hmm. I'm black and native. And the, the growing up my entire life, people told me it was like half, oh, you're half black, you're half this. Mm-hmm. And then literally like three throughout, you know, college and growing up as a young man, when have you ever had two of something and people tell you it's half? I could tell you right now, if I had two cars in my driveway and someone else had one car in their driveway, do I have half a Lamborghini and nah, then half a, just, a Corvette? Yeah, no, you nah. have two. Yeah. So that's something that like being mixed, having a mixed background, I had to be like, oh shit, no, yeah. it's not, I'm not only, ha- I'm not half the native people. I'm with you guys. Yeah. And then I'm over here with, with you know, yeah, the African-American community yeah. over here. So it's, I have two. So once I, I need the, I, like, as I see people with like, um, 
that are like me, I, I explain that. I go, hey, uh-huh. man, stop. Don't, don't fuck. That's some shit that some old white guy came up with. <laughs> like, oh, he's fucking half this, half that. No, no. I'm two. You just don't know what it feels like to be able to identify with that. So that's kind of how it is being like an urban Indian, having yeah. that because we're L.A. guys. Mm-hmm. And then we were able to go back home to our reses and yeah. still be a part of that community and still yeah. like love one another and identify as yeah. that. So it's a cool thing. I love going back. It's just like next time I go back, bro, it was fucking it's too rough. I can't be like <laughs> I don't pay all this money for a nice L.A. apartment to go out there and fucking sleep on the floor and just like ha- not have doors on the bathroom and stuff <laughs> like that. Like it's a fucking shack. So, yeah, next time, like I go up there, my parents are going to have to have like a house established. And you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I think they're in the process of working on that and getting yeah. us like, you know, a honestly, summer. Honestly, that's a vibe, though. Like you go yeah. back out to the res and you already have like your own house there. Yeah. You can build your own house there. Like people don't pay rent out there. Yeah. Like there's it's like, there's ain't, yeah, like yeah. you just build your own house up there and you'll be fine for like as long as you live there, you mm-hmm. know? So. I just love just going back there, and it's just even though we don't sleep on the floor no more, we don't really yeah. visit. Like we don't really spend the night at families anymore. Yeah. My dad's gotten to the point where he's just like, yeah, we're gonna go to Marriott Hotel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like we need that hotel. I got you. Like it's like even like back when my grandfather was still alive, when we took him back and to go see family, like go for family reunions and stuff, we wouldn't really spend the night with family. We would just go to the hotel, and my grand and my grandpa would take like two baths in one day, like in like two hours. He's, really? like, he's like, I love the showers here. It's like the shower head's <laughs> so nice. I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah. But like, it was just so funny. Cause I, but it also shows like how much he liked the new, like the new, like like the new stuff. Mm-hmm. Like so, like even though he grew up on the reservation, and then he and my and my grandmother moved out to L.A. for work. Like showing how much he loved the new stuff just showed so much like to me. Like yeah. It was just like so like astonishing. It's just like mm-hmm. it interested me a lot. I think we should probably finish out with the last topic of like family and the importance of family. Mm -hmm. I feel that just as much as you do, man, and everything, it's like everything. My grandpa grew up in like the Jim Crow South, the one that I have contact with, dude, uh, you know, over in um, Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Mm -hmm. And then obviously they came out to Southern California, bounced around, stuff like that. My pops grew up and it's just like you feel the building the generational building and with the changing of times it's like like we were talking about earlier the amount of opportunity that we have at our fingertips literally today Mm -hmm. it's so cool and it's like there's so many things out there that are work but don't feel like work yeah i i love building this podcast i love Mm -hmm. talking to people i want to hear what you got going on you know i want to tell people what i got going on and just hopefully grow a community within this podcast of people who are just like loving and want to um have a good time and just want to like be themselves and Mm -hmm. be happy yeah and that's like all you can really ask for so i think my biggest thing right now is just keep putting out that content man keep doing it when's your next video you got coming out i saw something on your story yeah i'm gonna start doing like these little flashback recordings Mm -hmm. so like because i have so much like raw like just random moments on my phone maybe on like my camera that i was filming and it really didn't make it out like i didn't like i didn't have time to edit it or something Mm -hmm. So, like, I have, like, some recordings on my phone that I, like, vlogged or whatever. So, I have one of my senior excursion, my grad night, and we did it at California Adventure. Oh, that's awesome. So, I awesome. have a lot of, I have, like, so much, like, I have, like, at least, like, three minutes or four minutes of film mm-hmm. that I can just put, I just put it all together, and I was going to upload it. I think it's coming out tomorrow. So, it's going to be, like, kind of like a throwback Thursday kind of thing. Okay. But, like, I wanted to, like, you know, kind of, like, go back into, like, because I haven't worked on it in a while because, again, I've been so focused on school and figure, figuring out what I'm going to be doing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to post this up, see how it does, and then we'll go on from there. But, yeah. 
Yeah. You know. The thing is too is yeah, school that shit school's important, but don't make it the don't make it the one number priority. one priority. Yeah, don't make like, it the number one thing and don't make it the only thing. So yeah. fuck yeah, get that school taken care of. But this shit that you're doing right now, man, way more special than school. Yeah. Like you're gonna get so many tools out of it and also you gotta remember to take those life disciplines that you learned growing up playing sports and yeah. transition that. That's one of those things is like even dude at the highest level you see people that are super bowl winners this and that like they kill it and then they're never able to make that transition out of sports yeah they still identify as like a former athlete you see guys in their 50s they're like i was this and it's like no man you got to make that transition you got to start building businesses start helping people around you start uplifting your community yeah uh, or else what was the point of doing all that yeah you know what i mean like that's what's impressive to me is it's not like i don't really care where you started but i just want to see the growth like i want to see you want you went from here and you 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 were able to pass the baton yeah yeah, out to there so it's like you know keep keep doing what you're doing i really like it we're gonna have you on the podcast you know maybe a couple months from now you know see if you if you you like it we'll have you on as a regular i'm having a good time just keep talking about what we're seeing Mm -hmm. have you as like Definitely, we can yeah. have you come on as like the sports analysis guy, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Whatever's going Maybe on. Maybe I can hook you up with like more of the live stuff, so you can do recordings and then post yeah. that up onto YouTube. Yep. Yeah, yep. Because so. that would be dope. I can see you doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely what we want to get into, and I'd like to talk to you more about that. Well, uh, yeah. Basically, my final question that I have for you, and something that I'm going to start doing with everybody on the podcast, is: mm-hmm. Can you think of somebody that you would recommend that you would like to see on the podcast? Oh, that's a that's good a, question, that's right? That's a really good question. I would want to, uh, on this pod t- podcast in particular. It can be anybody you know. I don't have to know them. I'll reach yeah. out, you know, anything that you mm. think would be a good fit. Mm. It could be somebody funny, somebody serious, man. I want this. My goal with this pod is to have it just as complex as human beings are. Yeah. I want to have, I want it to have some fucked up times, some really good yeah. times. It's just, it's humans. This is what yeah. I want to represent and have a good time and mm-hmm. hopefully grow. That's a hard question because I know so many people who are mm-hmm. like talented at what they do. Yeah. But like they can also hold a conversation too. Like yeah. they, we can get into debates and maybe like long conversations like over call or something. Mm-hmm. But I want to say like probably the first one that comes to my mind is my homie uh, Dominic. He, his his um his uh name is Sacred, and he does me uh he posts his music on SoundCloud. Oh okay. So I mean he's a, he's an artist. He's trying his best. But I feel like if he put if we put him on a podcast, he would kind of like speak his mind is he bit. local he is local he's in redonda okay. beach so yeah. okay yeah cool so you said his name's dominic yeah dominic yeah we should hit him up see if yeah, we can yeah, get yeah. him on soon close it out here though mm-hmm. tyler nota man we're Thank you're you talking so about a young digital entrepreneur on the rise right now and i appreciate you coming on and talking man i hope yeah. you had a good time i had an awesome time this yeah. was awesome yeah is this I your first podcast yeah it's my first podcast yeah <laughs> they're fun huh yeah they're really fun they, right. it, it just gives me more motivation to hopefully start my own yeah you know? yeah mm-hmm. but yeah i love this i appreciate you uh taking me on yeah it was awesome and as always have a good day people you know get out there get something done make goals make plans keep fighting keep pounding and love what you do and as always we'll see you on the next episode bye peace